Angelo Spedafino, Thomas Pipolo, and Ryan Aquino. Everybody, welcome to the Locker Room Talk, where this episode we're going to talk about Andrew Luck, the student out of the day, Jerry Jones and Zeke situation, Lamar Miller's injury, Aaron Judge's 100th home run, and our good luck of the week, which we're introducing this week, along with our fantasy draft of the week, being the fantasy draft of Pet Peeves. What's up, everybody? Yo. What's up, everybody? Actually, before we talk about Andrew Luck, it was alluded to last episode, it is Aquino's fantasy football bet for Pip. So, Aquino, let's hear it. Okay. We are dangling the carrot a little bit, as I mentioned on our Instagram post. We, In all honesty, we just literally forgot yeah, to get forgot to it last it. episode. So, a buddy of mine works at a custom t-shirt spot, and he could put on a t-shirt whatever we put in writing, or even picture-wise. And, first off, I want to include that last year's bet was the winner... The person who comes in a higher place in fantasy gets a jersey from the other person. So yes. I clearly won that because I came in first. And I, I have came in ordered last. a DeAndre Hopkins blue jersey. It's on its way. I'm Don't very know excited get for here it. It's very from China. But we're going to do that again this year. And then on me, either way, win or lose, is the loser has to wear five times a year. And the, uh, and the winner picks, when he wears it, a shirt that says so-and-so has bested me in fantasy football. So, either way, if I beat you, you have to wear a shirt that says Aquino is better than me at fantasy football and vice versa if you win. And I get to pick five times that you have to wear that and one will obviously be the draft every year. Ah, oh, jeez. So, you have to... Whoever comes higher in this year's draft. So, if I, mean, I come in 11th place in this league, if I am if I have a terrible year and come in second to last, and you, you come in 12th, then I, then, then I still win that bet. And same vice versa. If you come in 11th and I come in 12th, you come in 4th, so I come in 8th, you win. Whoever comes in a better spot. So, it's a jersey and the t-shirt. A for customized five. t-shirt that, so you get, you that the winner gets to terms? pick five times about. What would you add on to this? I know you're thinking over there. I'm trying to... I, I'll have something for you by the end of the episode. Right, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll get mind. back to you, Queen. I gotta read over the terms, honestly. Okay. Well, my, our lawyer, my people, will talk to your people. Sounds okay? good. Sounds we'll good. get our lawyers involved. <laughs> so, probably the biggest news of last week is Andrew Luck's abrupt retiring at 29 years of age, and it it stinks for many reasons because Andrew Luck's one of the best players in the NFL. He is the Colts are a team that was in a challenge for maybe a Super Bowl as a dark dark horse team, and now they are gonna have to turn to Jacoby Brissett, who is better than most people think, solid. I think but solid. the last time he played was 2017, and they ended up, I think, the second overall pick. That was, that was, uh, was it? Oh, it was Sam Darnold that year, but they traded down for Quentin Nelson to the Jets. Yes, sir. This is a dog shit scenario. My top three favorite quarterbacks are Josh Allen, Andrew Luck, and Philip Rivers. So he's in my top three favorite quarterbacks. I love this dude. I was actually going to order. Josh Allen? He's my favorite quarterback. Why? Just the dude. This is not the point right now. We're talking about Andrew Luck, but it's not the point. But Andrew Luck's the GOAT, and it's just a shame that, like, we just don't get to watch him anymore. This guy, I don't understand how some, like, radio shows and, and, and you know, podcasts, like, they talk shit about what Andrew Luck could have been, and I don't understand that. He's been a top five fantasy quarterback every single year that he's been fully healthy. And I get that injury plays a factor into how he's going to be viewed for the rest of his life, but he was unbelievable every time he stepped on the field. He was. Andrew Luck is also probably one of my favorite players, but at the end of the day, if you take a step back and look at his seven-year career, 
when you are touted as like the next big, next big thing, the next big quarterback, and the replacement to Peyton Manning, people forget that they let him walk. They let Peyton Manning walk because they said, "All right, we got this guy Andrew Luck coming next year. We're gonna be awful," and they made it to one AFC Championship and got demolished. And now it's not his fault because the GM that was there before Ballard was awful at his job and just had. Samaritans blocking for him. They had no offensive line. He got injured, and he played through those injuries. He played through a lacerated kidney. Once again, he is an all-time talent, and if he played for a full career, he's a no-doubt Hall of Fame player. But the accolades that, as a fan, is wanting is a Super Bowl. Isn't it, right? Like, if Eli Manning had never won a Super Bowl for the Giants, would you guys be as infatuated with him as you are? Absolutely not. Yeah, And I understand that that's what's surrounding Andrew Luck, but Andrew Luck – if he was given a defense and an offensive line that year that they made it to the AFC Championship and got washed by the Patriots, then this would be a completely different story. We'd already be arguing if he's a Hall of Famer if he won the Super Bowl that Forget year. Forget that though. The guy, the the GM, the owners, they didn't they didn't invest enough in the most important part of their team, which is their offensive line, to protect their quarterback, their biggest investment. It's just. I think he's got, has he not gotten hit more than any other quarterback I in mean, the last he, seven the years. Dude got I think that's his true. first his first four years in the league. The guy got massacred. I think it was, but the last the last year he didn't. He only got sacked like twice last year. That offensive line was filthy. Yeah, and he didn't yeah. play the year before. the The first five years of he his got career, hit so by, many times. it wasn't even close that he was hit more than any other quarterback in football. So they just didn't put it's enough on the around Col- him it's on the to be in a winning up. They've franchise. Had, they had well, how many was it? Is it like? Like I think it's twenty one straight or twenty years total of Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, Something and like to come that. away with only one Super Bowl, hard. it's. I mean now, uh, I mean Jim Irsay has historically been a bad owner. He's up there with James Dolan and whoever owned the Brown, whoever owns the Browns up until this last couple of years. But he's been a bad owner. But Chris Ballard, the GM, has done a fantastic job of putting together a team that's going to be successful. The last couple of drafts have been exceptional. They got Quentin Nelson last year and Darius Leonard, who's two phenomenal players. And I think the the Texans are going to win that division. I think the Texans were going to win that division anyways. But I still think the Colts have an opportunity to be a wild card team. I don't think I don't necessarily they will be, but it wouldn't shock me for the end of the year they're a wild card team. Yeah, I think that defense is really good, and I think they yeah I think they've built a good enough team around what would have been Andrew Luck that you you plug in Brissett. I think they could be pretty solid. I mean. I don't think they're winning the division, but maybe they could sneak in for a while. A lot of NFL analysts have have said before that they want to see Jacoby Brissett start for an NFL team. They yeah. said he's very good and very capable. And if you remember, the last time Jacoby Brissett played for played. the Colts, they had no offensive line. Nobody. They were awesome last year for Andrew Luck. But Jacoby Brissett had nothing, nothing around him in Indianapolis. And then you take a what a two or three game sample size from New England where he actually played well. I mean, it, there's nothing that's saying that he's going to be bad. It's just any I'm pretty much any quarterback that after Andrew Luck's a downgrade. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what do you think by I know the popular take is to say that Andrew Luck is perfect with what he did. I mean, everybody's okay with what he did. He's injured, he's hurt. But do you guys have a problem with how soon he did did it close to the season? Like how close he did to the season? I feel bad for him and I think he absolutely has the right to retire I don't think anyone else could say that for him or decide for him it's his body it's his brain and he's one of those dudes in the NFL that's actually smarter a lot smarter than the average human being and I think that he's a weird dude but you know smart dudes are usually weird dudes so 
I really I feel bad for him. I do think, in all honesty, that he could have told them a little bit sooner. They got to go shuffling around now, making the offense completely around Jacoby Brissett and his strengths. And I think that you know, week three of the preseason is a little late for that. But that's just me. Well, he he had there were ideas throughout the Colts organization in the last couple of weeks. I think it was like two or three weeks ago where they got when that this might be a thing. So while it was, it's still a shock because even if like it's one of those things that like. Like uh, the Barry, the Barry Mike Cochner Twitter, who pretends to be like Adam Schefter and stuff like that, he tweets all that stuff. When I saw that it was Adam Schefter's tweet about Andrew Luck, I was I checked Shot. multiple times to make sure it was not that Twitter account because I was not getting tricked by that. Did you guys see the uh, the captain Andrew Luck? Yeah, well, let me read that real quick. So there's a Twitter account on on Twitter <laughs> that uh, has Andrew that. Luck needed that one. Yeah. It's, it's Captain Andrew Luck, and they have a picture of him. He looks like a general from. Uh, the Civil War or something like that. But the, the and Pip, is this on Instagram, this Twitter account? Shut or, up. Okay, thank It you. says, Dearest Mother, the quill has never felt more heavy. I have made the decision to holster my sidearm permanently. I shall battle no more. The decision is difficult, but as the hogs taught me, I must be true to myself. I am coming home to care for you and the farm. Andrew. <laughs> Twitter's by far the goat of social medias. Uh, it's not even close. Uh, I'd say Instagram, but. Why? Why? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Why, why on earth is Instagram better than Twitter? No, Twitter's so much better than Instagram. It's, it's ten times close. better. Pictures. Who the fuck? You can tweet you can pictures. Po- you can post pictures on Twitter. What the fuck are you talking Dude, about? Twitter's yo. You go through Twitter, and like nine out of ten things you see on Twitter will include a picture or a video. How about so. the fact that Facebook has just been overrun by old people? No, it's a parents thing. It's, it's, it's a parents, parents and politics thing, and I want to throw up every time I see it. Facebook was always heading that direction in the end because like, it's such a thing that because once you're like our parents never gonna get Twitter. It's too too high tech for them. Like our parents and they're gonna, gonna understand maybe one yeah, percent of the like, jokes on there. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, Facebook was always in the direction of that. It's easier to share stuff. It's so much easier. It's such a parents thing. Nah, Instagram's bad. It's, it's not. so not. All right, we'll we'll actually leave us up to the people. We're gonna we're gonna have a a poll on Instagram. That's you know beside the point, <laughs> but we're gonna have a poll on which social media is better, Instagram or Twitter. So we've gotten a little off track, but continuing down the Andrew Luck thing, we had a lot of takes about this. We had some players sticking their sticking their necks out for Andrew Luck, saying like, "I understand where you're coming from. Like shit happens. It's tough." Then you had some people on the other end, like Doug Gottlieb, who. He tweeted that quitting was it? Okay, so th- this is the tweet that Dud Gottlieb sent out: "Retiring because rehabbing is in quotes too hard is the most millennial thing ever." Hashtag Andrew Luck. I mean, I mean, like first off, like it's not like we didn't fucking know who you're talking about in the first place. Thank you for hashtagging Andrew Luck. Really appreciate that one. Um, but what a dog shit take. It, it's it very is. easy. It's fucking awful. It's very easy to hop on the Doug Gottlieb is an asshole train. But I'm going to continue to do it because Doug Gottlieb is a terrible analyst. He's been, first of all, I mean, I know Pip for some reason believes Kevin Durant's the best player in the NBA. That came out of nowhere, whatever. Doug Gottlieb said Kevin Durant was better than LeBron like four years ago, which is simply not true. But that's, that's neither here nor there. Doug Gottlieb, do you know Doug Gottlieb's story? Do the both of you know Doug Gottlieb's story? In all honesty, was I he don't. D3 basketball? Do, no, no, no. Was he, he like was, an Oklahoma State like, OK State player. Back? Yeah, no, he was like an that. OK State basketball, he was a player. basketball player. He was okay. a very good basketball player. He was at Notre Dame his freshman year, and he got kicked out of Notre Dame for stealing credit cards from other <laughs> students. Three different students he stole credit cards from. Like, I'm sorry, but at that point you lose your right to talk shit. He's like, <laughs> he's tweeted about. It. He's like, yeah, like, all right, I made my mistake, shit like that. But 
The fact that this man has the audacity to speak on another man's issues of mental health, physical health, and just desire to overall play a game, when this fucking guy got kicked out of a university for stealing credit cards from another student. And the, the story of it is absurd. The story of it is the first time he did it, he was, in the, he was borrowing someone's computer. And he opened up a drawer, and there was a, car- a credit card in there, and he closed it. And I was like, all right, whatever. Then he came back, w- took it, and went and bought, like, shoes and clothes, like, totaling 400 bucks. <laughs> so the guy's a douche. First yeah. ballot Hall of Fame scumbag right there. I, it's like, I just, the take on Andrew Luck is obviously horrible, especially considering Andrew Luck is such a well-respected and, like, one of the nicest people in the NFL. You always see the videos of him, like, saying, good hit, big boy, like, and he's getting him. He's like, oh, you're a Loved menace it. out here today. Like, you're killing it today. Like, He's one of the nicest people in the NFL, and this man, if you listen to it, him, him talk about it, this man almost, his, this shoulder injury almost ruined his marriage, and he started to put a, a bigger uh, onus on himself to be good at football, where it came to a point where if he didn't perform on the field, he thought of himself as less of a human being, and if that's where you're going at with sports, and that's the way you are feeling about sports, then yeah, I don't blame you quitting. I'm not qu- I, he's retiring. He's made $100 million. He wants to live his life. He's saying this, this calf injury was going to be the same type of thing. So it's tough. And then did you – I know you're about to speak, Pippen. I'm sorry. I'm kind of going on a rant here. But then you see – I love it. You see Gronk. Gronk – He was crying. Gronk was crying. That was – personally to me, that was actually hard to watch. Like that almost made – I felt – I, I almost exa- cried yeah. watching that because I know that exact feeling – of having to rehab every single day, and it's tough. And All three of us have actually gone through that. Yeah. And and that's one funny thing about us. To watch Gronk that we all think of as such a happy-go-lucky guy that he's never had an issue mentally. And he's a tough dude. To he's having, a tough, tough dude. To watch, to ha- hearing him speak about and crying about how the day of the Super Bowl, he couldn't sleep because he was in so much pain. He had yeah, to have a liter of blood, a liter of blood removed from his thigh. On a simple hit, it wasn't even that big of a hit. And the hit, when you see it happen, he gets up, he kind of shakes off, he goes back to the huddle. But this man, on one of the probably the most the best days of his life, he's won three Super Bowls. He has. So on one of the best days of his life, he didn't even get to enjoy it that much because of how much pain he was in. And like the people that play in the NFL, I I give my hats off to them always of the amount of abuse their body goes through. Do you, I don't. I think that's the one sport. Like obviously, there's more sports like UFC and stuff like that. But of the core four, well, actually, hockey too as well. But any contact sport like that, who the fuck are you to say that someone is like an asshole for retiring or is lazy? You have like until you have any idea of what it's like to go through the NFL life. Just shut the fuck up. The only the only thing that you can say, which I I mean I I'm fine with Andrew Luck retiring. It looked like he was mentally breaking down and physically, obviously, he's broken down. The only problem you could maybe bring up, um, if I'm playing devil's advocate, is that he he bailed on the team two weeks before the season. Like if anything, he should have decided this a little bit earlier. It is a it is at the end of the day two weeks before the regular season. You're kind of leaving your team in a pretty rough spot, and it seemed like nobody really knew that it was coming like at all. I agree, and that's the only good point that I think was made against his retirement and the way it, it was done. But in Doug Gottlieb's tweet, I feel like the Twitter sphere kind of needed that. It's like the same thing where everyone knows the right thing to do is obviously saying, yeah, like he can retire if he wants to. I don't think there's anyone outside of Doug Gottlieb that was like, 
yeah, how could you retire? This is such a scumbag move. It's the same thing as when Tom Izzo was yelling at that dude in the March Madness tournament. That day when Tom Izzo was screaming at that dude on his team, I don't think I saw another tweet outside of, this is totally okay that he can yell at his player. It's it's his player. It's a heated moment. Everyone can do that. And it's like, yeah, no one's fucking disagreeing with you. And the fact that Doug Gottlieb was just had to be scumbag and say it was a, a, a bad move to retire is what the world needed. Just one person to attack, and, and we're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to fall into the trap. I mean, at, at the end of the day, the worst part about this all was I was wa- was watching the uh, highlights after and seeing the or hearing the fans boo Andrew Luck as he was coming off the field in the fourth quarter. I mean, gosh darn it, that was absolutely awful. And that's that's this week's uh, or this episode's Stunad of the Day. Or Stunads of the Day, plural. The Stunads of the Day are going out to the Indianapolis Colts fans. I mean, come I Gosh darn it! What you got to boo the guy? I mean, Pip, what? That's too gosh darn it! Simon. What the? F- Please stop. Are you kidding? That's gonna me? play into what we're what we're doing later. Are you kidding me? We'll like, what? How do you boo the guy? The guy, bat put his body on the line, put his life on the line for your fucking city. It's probably f- because they just realized, like, why the fuck did I spend fifty bucks on a preseason football well, game there, when we're gonna the, be a lot worse than I thought we were gonna Colin be? Colin Coward now? said. Colin Coward said, guys, let's put this contextually, like. It was the fourth quarter of a preseason game. These guys are probably four Bud Lights in, and they're diehard fans that are staying. Why the hell would you watch a preseason game, first of all? But why the hell would you even stay to the fourth quarter? So these fans are probably drunk, A, and B, they're just. And in Indianapolis, so, I mean. There, yeah. Yeah. The I first mean, thing there to do there, just get drunk and yeah. watch football. The right? first <laughs> thing that comes to mind when you when you see that thing, when you see the fans reacting that way, I saw it on Twitter. I don't know if this is my, is my original idea or this is a Twitter thing, but it's the – the scene from uh, The Waterboy when it's uh, Rob Schneider going, ah, shit, we suck again. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the best. That's just like, I mean, like I said, but like I said a couple again. minutes ago, like they'll be, all, I think the Colts are gonna be all right in the long run. They have a good infrastructure in place that's gonna help Jacoby Brissett be good. They have good wide receivers. Marlon Mack's a good running back. They have a phenomenal offensive line, so I think they'll be okay. But in the end, they, it still stinks to lose out on one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL. Maybe even maybe three best quarterbacks in the NFL. Definitely. I mean, yeah, like like I said earlier, anything's a downgrade when you lose Andrew Luck. Well, it's, I think Jacoby Brissett's going to have a good year. I mean, it's not going to be as good as Andrew Luck's was going to be, but I still still think they're going to be a solid team. Not, I I I am I understand what you're saying about the wild card spot being a possibility for them, but I really think it's tough, especially how they have to change the way their offenses run with a different quarterback and Jacoby Brissett. That that division has kind of been taking a hit with Lamar Miller. I mean, geez, that. Lamar Miller, yeah. If for those of you don't who don't know, he just tore his ACL in the third week of the preseason, and right shortly before that, they traded for Duke Johnson. So now it's looking like Duke Johnson's our running back one. He's RB one, and this is going to be interesting because Duke Johnson's been a receiving back his whole career in the NFL. He when he was at Miami, he was a strictly run guy. They were in a run offense led by left tackle Eric Flowers, one of my oh, least favorite God. people on planet Earth. Not people, just players. I'm sure he's on the Jaguars. He's on the Jaguars now. But um, it's just a tough situation, and I think Duke Johnson's going to have a good year for it. I mean, we all know he's a a receiving specialist, but let's see what he can do behind that god-awful offensive line in the run game. I think he'll have a good season, honestly. I I think he might be good. I mean, I love Deshaun Watson. I I wasn't big on him coming out of college, but he's proven me wrong i just think he's a solid solid guy and he's bound to have a huge year this year in my opinion well 
The first thing that needs to be fixed for them, fixed for them is their offensive their line. line. If they God come, awful. if they come out to play and they're really there to protect him and Duke Johnson, then they're going to be in a much better position to about, seal that division. But I forgot about Clowney too. I, well, I mean, it's not unlikely that Clowney's going to be traded, but the Texans are starting to get into the area where the Colts lacked with Andrew Luck. They have no yeah. one blocking for Deshaun he's Watson, again, yeah. and he's going to be hurt. And they're gonna lose, and hopefully it, it doesn't. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt, but they're gonna lose out on a potentially. And he's more than a potential. He is a, a franchise quarterback, talent wise. And if they have no one blocking for him, like it's it's tough because you have tons of meat trying to tackle you that are just as athletic, just as fast, just as strong as you. So, at what point do we get to the age where left tackles and guards and centers? are the number one th- thing that people are soaring after in the free agency. When are people going to realize that the number one thing to get in free agency is a line? I, think I don't it, understand why it's not the number one thing. Please explain to me. I think it started. I think it's starting to become that way because I think people realize like the Cowboys, like the Cowboys, the Cowboys became a good team when their, offensive, their offensive line became line. elite. Exactly. Yeah, but I think I think a big problem with the lines being bad across the league as a whole is that the is the practice like they're not allowed to put pads on multiple times during the week and that's what i've heard from reading articles and stuff from coaches that they say they just don't get enough practice like live practice and that's what you need just, the advances in the, the advances in knowledge of of mental health and head and yeah, concussions no, I, and brain I health agree. it has to be that way i agree but there's because they spend an entire 16 there's an games effect, there's an effect of like, it though. like we always we talk about kevin zeitler zeitler a lot on the podcast because he's a giants offensive lineman he I think he came out for like three snaps last year for the Browns. Like, he has 16 games of a full game script every single time, smashing his head into another 300 pound man. Leonard Fournette's son. I think it's his little brother. That's his little. Because I'm pretty sure Leonard Fournette has. I mean, I did some research into this because I was like, "There's no way his son." But Leonard Fournette has two kids, and one of them's a daughter. And his son, he had like last year. So unless his son is, <laughs> he's, is he's 13 months old and yeah, plowing dudes his, over in a, in a, his son in a is, helmet he football. Leonard Fournette was a beast at, in like seventh. Grade. Leonard Fournette was like six two, two hundred pounds <laughs> in third grade. So yeah. you never know. I, I, I could be totally wrong, but my like 60 seconds of research, I found out that he has a daughter and he just had a son. So I mean, it's so bad. Like I watched that video. I was like, that's a sick hit. But at the same time, it's not good. I watched. It. To be fair. You should play flag football till you're in high school. It's, it's really bad. I I thought the same thing. It's like it's like yeah, kid. sick that you're a lot stronger than your peers when you're six years old. But that kid like just got laid out and he's six years old. <laughs> it's just like I, that's I, the first thing I start to look it's a confidence at. Confidence killer. The first thing I start to look at in those videos of like these kids like laying one another out is like. Not that a six year old just laid someone out. It's that a six year old just got plowed. Like Honestly, that's not. A good thing for the human brain whatsoever. For another time, but honestly, I think I think football is in bad shape in the future. No. I really. It. What do you mean? Football is no. in bad shape. You had in the, kids right now. Would you let them play? No, but my kids football? aren't going to be in the NFL. Like at the same. Like we are. We the Maybe three of us. Attitude. The three of us all profile as above average athletes, but, but not NFL athletes. There is no scenario where us working hard gets us to the NFL just because our athletic profiles isn't that. That has nothing to do. Go. Do you have any more? No, I'm saying like. like my girlfriend is a five foot three girl who is sit, like we're not going to put out a, a, a NFL player. So I'm not letting my kid. I'm not letting my kid play in football because he's he's if he's a kicker, go be a kicker. Hit some fifty yard field goals. 
go. That's fine. But I'm not letting my kid. I'm not sitting there on the weekends to watch my kids get laid out. Like that's exactly that's what I'm saying. Dude, her my, watching you get laid out when my, I was your, when I was on the when I was in the stands. But my watching point you play. is, my point is that if you're not gonna let your kids play, and which it's it's the Northeast, it's the Northeast footballs, dude. Football is we becoming, live in New York. Yes. this is not a yes. football state. Yes. Texas 100%. and Florida in the year 3000 is gonna groom football. 100. No, percent I'm telling you. It's it's the becoming the norm around the country where where mothers and fathers are not letting their kids play tackle football at a young age. And what does that mean? That means that they're not going to be really truly fans of the sport at a young age. They're going to like soccer more. They're going to like basketball more. They're going to like baseball more. They're not going to the NFL is not going to have a crop of fans to grow up. No, like, football is the, football is awesome. Why I know, but I watch. hated playing football. California is already starting. California is already starting to pass laws that. California is the have, worst state in this country. <laughs> California's already starting to pass laws that it can't play little league football, like football. They should have that. That's fine. They shouldn't. Okay, but it should be flag football to high school. Fans. I'm telling well, you, make it flag football. Flag I don't football understand. Football is so much more fun than tackle it football. It is so much. Shoot, fun. the high school so game is getting watered down. It's basically two hand touch. Okay, yeah, that's fine. But nobody's gonna put. Nobody's gonna be good enough. I, all right. But yes, they, are any mean, are any players on those teams like screw this I'm not playing anymore because of the rules no oh. so that's never going to be a thing well, I understand age, I think so Pip, I think it's going to happen I understand we're not going to grow up truly football fans. parents are now less likely to let their kids play football than they did 20 years ago yes I understand that but there's a thousand people in the NFL there's less than a thousand people in the NFL so you're always going to find people willing to do that I mean. How how can you say that football's no, not, how can you about, say I I got a point for you how can you say that the NFL's in trouble and that people are less likely to play when the UFC is currently rising? It's not it's not about it is. no it's not about the players. I'm well, not saying that they're not going to have enough players. I'm saying that there's not going to be as many fans of the NFL. Uh, the NFL as a whole is going to fall is not going to be as widely popular as every as it is right now. It's by far well, the most popular sport. I, I have a very good counter argument to that. The reason why UFC is getting more popular and the reason why football always remain popular is because as disgusting of a human trait as it is, humans low key want to see other people get hurt. We love violence. Yeah. It's no, no it's not it's it's oh, a fact. Like, it's in our blood. If like if you see a video of someone like jumping off a bridge, you're gonna watch. I know it's I know it's like a a, a trauma. Not me personally, but No 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 it's it's human <laughs> yeah, nature really. it's human nature to watch that because like you're intrigued, and you're intrigued by the violence of it, and you're intrigued of it. Maybe, maybe someone committing suicide is a bad example, but if you're just watching, like people love watching the UFC. People love watching people beat the ever living crap out of each other. Like, are you the kind of guy that if you see like a NFL player like roll his, like his ankles fucking twisted? Oh, I don't. I turn it off immediately. Oh, I've watched. Dude, I've, I've uh, experienced. Oh, that. I've had. God. I've had no, that you bet, feeling. You've never had a compound fracture though. Oh, a compound fracture. That's no. what I'm talking about. I, like, that is. That's not a compound. That's not a compound. Like, like Kevin Ware. You know, Kevin Ware is gross. That's that I was would, gross. Why? Like I don't George's, understand why you Paul want to watch. Yeah, that's fine. Oh. That's disgusting. No, it's just, oh my god. Gordon Hayward. It's. I have literally had that happen to me. Gordon Hayward's bone didn't come out, nor did. Paul George's, but who's, Kevin who's Ware, Kevin Ware, the Louisville basketball player, that was disgusting. That was oh vile. I didn't want to see a bone. Wait, what and, happened to you? Because I, I I need to know. What happened right? to me? I was running in for a pop up. I stopped. My foot, my my knee buckled. My foot kept going. I felt a snap, and then when I looked, when I I popped my knee back in place, I tried to move it again, and my knee went right back into my thigh. Oh. So I I yeah, I wouldn't want to watch that. Yeah, but like, when it happened, so when first of all, like when it happened, I didn't even know what had happened because my body went right into shock, but. Like, it happens and it's unfortunate, but like, it's human nature to look at it. No, I don't think that's the reason that the, that the NFL has viewers. Is, no, is I think it's the reason injuries. why the NFL will never fail. Okay, fair, but like, I just don't think like 
football's always going to have fans. Like I'm you not don't saying think they're not going to have fans. They're not. Then what are you saying? You just said people aren't going to play, and then they're not going to watch. What are you talking about? No. I, first of all, they're always going to have players to play in the NFL, good players. Second of all, they're always going to have fans. My point is that they're not going to be by far the most popular sport. Like they're, they're no, so they're what so, do you think is going to over? So like, far ahead of everybody, everybody right now that the only thing they can catch them is the NBA, and I don't the think NBA, it will. The not NBA, even close. the minute NBA LeBron James the retires, the NBA's stock is going to go down. Maybe his son. And the NFL stock, maybe Bronny is, is the NFL stock no, is going sh- to be going down. In the I, I don't think so. Yes, sir. People are starting to retire more. I'm telling you. The, I'm but, telling you. But it's the inter, the influx of talent that's the, coming in the NFL is absurd. We have Trevor Lawrence in what two years? Two two was next year. Trevor two Lawrence years. in two years. We have Saquon Barkley who is very ten good. Ten years at down the line. If Odell who's very good at ten football. years down the line. There's gonna be another Odell. There's gonna be another Saquon. I, it's not that dude. I'm telling you, they're not gonna have the same crop of fans. And the NBA we'll see. We'll or see. somebody's gonna catch up. Watch out for the MLS, by the way. No, never. Oh my God, Wait, shut up. Talk about soccer. We should, Carly, no, I'm not talking about. Right, he wants to talk oh, about Carly well, Lloyd. Well, the only way I'm allow it is if it's about Carly Lloyd, Lloyd having, you know, field goal kicks, which is about another sport, football. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Carly Lloyd is supposedly really considering, and teams have been reaching out to her. Oh my god, to kick, <laughs> to kick on the NFL I, on the NFL roster. I said this before. She absolutely has the leg talent to do it, but the one video of her kicking a 55 yard field goal in practice, very impressive, very hard to do, just objectively. But like she also took like eight seconds to run to the kick. She, she took had, her damn time. Yeah, like yeah. she trained. She no, if she to do it. Uh, no. Uh, today, I don't think she could do it. If you gave her four months to train, she I could think probably do it. One hundred percent. No, one hundred percent, she could do it. I'm all for it. She's honestly. one of the best legs in in female. And soccer. she's probably like, I mean, she's she seems like a killer. Like, mentally, she got that. She got that. Didn't she do that a couple of years ago on the Hard Knocks for Texans? T- yeah, the Texans she did. too. She did. Yeah. And then Vince Wilfork yeah, <laughs> did it with her, and he kicked him through with with overalls on. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> no, I'm all for that. I mean, I think that's awesome. If, but I mean, it'd be kind of weird. Like, she'd have to be in like a separate locker. I'd love or whatever, it. But... I, I think that'd be well, awesome. Yeah, for they, the would, sport. they would. They would obviously have to accommodate her because you can't have men and women sharing to a go, locker room. To go back to your last point, what if the NFL starts introducing women playing pip? I think the NFL goes on the rise even more, and no. then you have little girls wanting to kick in the NFL. Oh no, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, that the that marketability would be unbelievable. Absolutely, it's not even no. It's no, not as, even as kickers and punters, no, it kick, could happen. They have, have, have to. Call it, who's uh, they have to sister? Dude, Nick Mangold's sister could body half the linemen in the freaking in the she's, NFL. She's unbelievably strong. I think she holds like the re- like the yeah, she's an like Olympic the weightlifter. The weightlifting records at her high school or something like that. She's a, no, she's an Olympic like powerlifter. Yeah. No, it's she's incredible. Yeah, they could be kickers and punters. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even being like misogynistic. Like what do you like Carly Lloyd is like Serena Williams is like probably the largest female athlete and she's still dwarfed by Ninety-eight no, percent of the I, I NFL. It's not. It's like the it's Serena just, Williams take is, 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 a, is a horse of a different color, and it's all for another episode. Yeah. But uh, moving Serena on, Serena Williams is probably one of the most dominant to. athletes we'll ever see. She is probably the most dominant yeah. athlete we've ever seen in any sport. Yeah. You have to have Anthony Jadonov on to talk. Uh, you don't even need Anthony Jadonov to talk he's about. Our guy. No, you he's, don't even need him to talk about Serena Williams being dominant. No, <laughs> she's absurd. No, he's going to come on for the U.S. Open. He's going to give us our U.S. Open prediction. The U.S. Open is going on right now. Yes, it is. But he he picked Roger Federer. So, so after, so after the U.S. after the U.S. Open, Jad's going to give us our post U.S. Open predictions. So no, he's going to be on, and we're yeah. going to get him on the pod. For the tennis, let's go. You tried and to make it. You sh- that no, 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 no. You tried pitching. Sorry, new conversation. Next topic. What's the, the next show thing we're talking about? We all know you guys watch it. It's a funny thing. I don't. I know watch. all you guys out there. The only person you secretly watch Bachelor and the Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, I, like, I know you guys are just 
you guys are closet supporters of the show. We're not. Let's be honest. We know you are. Like it's a great well, show. out of the closet I'm, supporter. So all right. well, anyways, less, so be less. in baseball news, it, it was Players Weekend. Passed. The Yankees played the Dodgers. Yeah. But we talked about this earlier. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Before we go on to that, we have Jerry Jones's recent comments about Zeke, which makes it seem like Zeke might not come back because he said he wants him to be fresh for the playoffs. He said on yeah. a radio show, we don't need we Zeke. Don't need until, we're, we're looking for Zeke in the later part it's of the season. No we sense. want him in the playoffs and stuff. It just gives more of, more. of It just gives leverage over to Zeke. It's a what? big – no, no. It yes, takes it leverage does. away from Zeke. No, it gives leverage to Why? Zeke. Why? Because Jerry Jones is saying that we're going to want him in the playoffs. So therefore, Zeke. Could yeah, just, but he just said I'm in no rush to get him, so it takes the leverage away from Zeke. Because Ze- a big part of Zeke's leverage is like, oh, you're going to okay, start the season without me. Like, good luck. Okay, but if the Cowboys start winning, then they're going to the leverage is on Zeke. But what if they don't start winning? We don't know how. Well, they, then Zeke's yeah. leverage lo- you lose. Zeke loses his leverage. No, if they start losing Zeke, if they start winning, sorry, yeah, if they start winning Zeke, yeah, whichever way it goes, they win. Which is a stupid Jones comment. Jones games. No, nah, I mean, comment. yeah, he's your be- he's their best player. They don't you don't say that about your best player. Well, the- stupid comment. The Cowboys' first game of the year is against the Giants, so I think regardless of whether they have Zeke or not, they're still going to beat the Giants. Nah, I think they're going to lose that week. I actually, you will very rarely see. I'm a see, Giants fan. I know Come you're going to very rarely see me is ever pick Dallas? the Giants. Or? It's in New York, and the the Cowboys are also missing their best defensive lineman, Dexter Lawrence. He's suspended. Zeke, if Zeke isn't there, I think the Giants. I, this you're hurts, looking for an upset. This hurts me to say this to you guys. Because I don't want to give you any sort of false sense of hope that the Giants would be good this year. But I think without Zeke, without Dexter Lawrence, I know they have Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen who's a linebacker from Notre Dame. You're talking about Sean Lee? No, no, Jalen Smith. Jaylen Smith. Oh, Sean Lee's probably hurt already. I mean <laughs> he's probably I mean, the poor guy can't stay healthy, but he's been off the field more than he's been on. The linebackers on that team are good, but Saquon is gonna pop off against them. Because I mean, Saquon's. I think it's going to be a good game. I yes. understand what you're saying. I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Cowboys will win because they're home. I think that's no, at the, the, the Giants were home. No, it's at. It's oh, at, it's in Dallas. It's in Dallas. Oh, I so one year. I apologize. Then yeah. I then I changed my tune. If it's in what? Dallas, it's it's the Giants are losing. What was it like four years ago? Um, who was the running back? The skinny guy. This skinny, short guy from I think he was from Miami. The first game they opened up against the Cowboys. And the first pass, you know the Giants cannot run a screen pass. The first play of the game was a screen pass, and Eli threw a pick, a pick six. It's a Wayne I'm, Goldman? I, I, Will, it was Wilson or something. Oh, David guy, Wilson. Yeah, David Wilson. He was from Boston College. He yeah. was actually nasty, though. He was good, and then, you know, the poor bastard had a neck Got injury. He was done neck. for the year. But, was, but real quick tough. point to make, I think this is, I mean, this is very interesting. The Cowboys could start off 3-0 without Zeke. And that changes the leverage. Their first three games of the year are against the Giants at home. Then at the Washington Redskins, who were not good last year, they could have ju- you know an easy walkthrough win. And then they're at home against the Dolphins. So that's three and zero right there. If as 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 we're looking at as and you never know when things are going to come up, how things are going to play out when they actually come up. But we're we're most of the fans are looking at these first three games and saying three and zero with or without Zeke. Dak Prescott is nothing without Ezekiel Elliott. I think the most if 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 he hasn't played at all and it gets to week four when they're in New Orleans, that's the test. That's the breaking point where if they get absolutely smacked without Zeke, which I think they would. Are you touching Zeke? I'm not touching Zeke with a ten foot cock in 100%. fantasy football. He, Why would you? Because he's one of the. I mean, I still fundamentally believe they're going to get it. I know Jerry Jones is just saying this, but I think it's just. I actually learned a word. <laughs> In law school, it's Good called dicta, 
where it's kind of like words that did you, you dicked and, and then and then Zeke went to the Cowboys and said, "I just dicked you." Yeah, but no, they they. <laughs> New York it's like a dicta. it's a word that's it's like it's like information that's not relevant. I think Jerry Jones saying, "Yeah, we want Zeke to be fresh." I don't think it's relevant information. I think they want Zeke there week one because I think they don't want they just don't want to put the opportunity to lose. Just, if they have Zeke, they're three and zero. So when's the earliest pick? When's when's the the late no the earliest you'll take Zeke. What's the earliest pick in the fantasy draft that you'd take him? I I'm still under the impression that I genuinely believe I've said this. I fundamentally believe Zeke will be there week one. So when so will therefore you pick him? I think he is a top four pick. So you're willing to spend a fourth a, the fourth a, overall the fourth pick. overall yes. pick on him when he could miss. I'm saying weeks on my, assum- my assumption that he will be there, but at the same time, if you pick Zeke at four. Then you have to reach for Tony Pollard, in like you have to. Reach. You have to. It's just like it's like if you pick Melvin Gordon in the first two rounds, you need Eckler. Yeah. Because or Jackson or Justin Jackson. Uh, Justin Jackson's. More, I think he. I think Eckler is going to get the first crack at it. I think Justin Jackson is actually good, but Eckler's averaged in his career like I think like five point yeah. seven yards per carry. So I, I think Eckler is better than people think. I don't think he can be a workhorse. So that's why I think he's looking at like maybe sixteen touches a game, like maybe twelve carries, four catches, maybe. Eight catches, four to eight catches, twelve to fifteen carries, maybe twenty-five touches in a game is his max. But I just think the Cowboys need Zeke more than the the Chargers need Melvin Gordon. Yeah, but I think starting off three and zero, like like I still yeah. think I don't see a flaw in Jerry Jones's plan so far because he's playing hardball and he hasn't signed him yet. Most NFL fans who follow the Cowboys and stuff. They're, they thought that Zeke would have been signed by now, and he hasn't. So he's playing with his cards close to his chest. He's not giving in. And when you look at the beginning of their schedule, they can start off 3-0, and and then they could possibly get into the position where they can get in the playoffs without him. They're saying, look, we, we're not fucking around. Like, no, this, I, is what, I, this is what our contract you. offer is. We're not moving. If you don't want to play football, go ahead and don't not play football. But it's very interesting to see, like, if they're going to get into a playoff spot without him. You're talking about the Chargers. No, He's talking about the Cowboys. How about you pay attention? Sorry, Wait to listen. I was reading stuff about Melvin Gordon. I just, uh, Melvin nowhere. Gordon's not playing, well, and he's gonna he's gonna look up in five weeks and say, "I done fucked up. Yeah, I should have reported and taken my ten million dollars." And I mean, the at the this is a guy where just the eye test comes into play. He's not that much better than than the average running back. He I really isn't. He, is. he no, he isn't. He hasn't had. The greatest. He's got chicken legs. He do, and he's very injury prone. I just think that just because he can do everything well, that doesn't mean that he's like an elite running back who needs a top five contract. He also hasn't played sixteen games, and I, th- I think he played sixteen games. No, I don't think he's ever played. Who 16 do they? Who do they start their season off against? Like the Chargers. I, the Chargers. I think, I think their first four games are crucial because if they if they they lose, play. I think they play the. I I bought. I, I think they play the um, the Chiefs one of the first four weeks. If they. I, the Chargers are a Super Bowl contender with Gordon. I'm pulling it up right now. I mean, in my, I, I, I don't know. I, I just the think Chargers have the Gordon. Colts for Week One at home. Then they have at Detroit. Then at home against the Texans. Then at Miami Dolphins. Oh, they have it. They have a decent league. Like like they don't play the. They don't play the Chiefs till Week Eleven. I was wrong. Melvin Gordon ain't playing. They have some very winnable games. Their their hardest game is Week Six, at my Steelers. Uh, no, 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 at the Texans. They play the Texans. Yeah, that's 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 the hardest game they play. Melvin Gordon ain't playing. Don't touch him with a ten foot pole in your fantasy draft. Like he's uh, he's maybe worth an eighth round pick. No, if Melvin Gordon's there, if you guys are listening to this, you're picking in the sixth round. You already have your five core players of 
your two running backs, your two wide receivers, and your tight end. Dude, Might in as well the go. sixth round, you can get your you're getting your flex and you're getting your tight end, and you're talking about a guy who may not play a down this year. I, no, I'm not going to play. That. He's going to play at least week eleven. Where we, if your team's good enough, we said last year Le'Veon Bell's going to play it's week two. Though, he's going to play week ten. Le'Veon Bell was not under a contract. Yeah, no, I understand the difference in the in the scenarios because of the franchise tag and stuff. No, but but Melvin Gordon can figure out a way to show up and not play. Yes, he can fake an injury, but Melvin Gordon is required to show up week eleven. And that and what I'm saying is that doesn't necessarily translate. Right, it doesn't even mean, they might not so even play him. They him. might not even play him. That's the point. Yeah. I wouldn't so, I mean, take him. I'm sure in the next couple of days we'll have a better idea of what he's going to do. But yeah, until then, we don't know. Yes. So we have so we have one no, we have one DM this week, and it's from our uh, our guy Jacob Calvini, and he he brought to us a good scenario that we have to talk about here. So he goes, everyone's in their prime. Team A. As most Calvini scenarios start off with. Everyone's everyone in their, their prime. prime. Team A. Rob Gronkowski, Brett Gardner, Vince Carter versus Team B. Is this in a fight? No, just Julio Jones, Chipper Jones, and Carl Anthony Towns. Tug of war, who you got? Volleyball game, who you got? Four by 400 relay, who you got? It was Brett Gardner. I thought it was different. It I, I changed it to not. He said Niger Morgan. I mean, what the f- Niger Morgan is? That's actually valuable in the four hundred meter dash. Niger okay, Morgan's fine. a jet. Niger. Do you want Brett Gardner or Niger? Niger Morgan. Morgan. Okay, Niger Morgan. First, all right. So, so what's got, the first? We got to hear it again. Team yeah. A: Rob Gronkowski, Niger Morgan, okay. and Vince Carter. Okay. Team B: Julio Jones, Chipper Jones, and Carl Anthony Towns. Okay. And, and the first thing we're going tug of war. Tug of war is tug of war. team two. Yeah, I don't even think Cat, so. Julio, and uh, who's the third guy? Julio, Chipper, and Carl. Yeah, Julio, Towns. Chipper, because Nigel Morgan's a liability. He's not a big dude. But he's an animal. The dude is an animal. Yeah, but okay, but, but Gronk on the other side, though. Like, see, and he, put, look, we're not considering it. Gronk in his prime yeah, but, is, a, is a horse of a different color. Vince Carter, too. And Vince Carter. Yeah. Vince Carter was a diesel dude. He's diesel. Yeah. He? Now he's like a stick figure. Yeah, I mean, we have a bad, we have a bad memory of Vince Carter. I have a great memory of Vince Carter. No, I'm saying like we like like the last yeah, couple of years. Look at a nice bad. picture of Vince Carter in his prime. And their prime is a very important factor. I don't I I would have to see recent footage I mean, of Nigel Morgan doing I gotta a choose team tug of war battle. I gotta so. choose team B. I mean it's not even close, I don't think. Vince Carter's been around two twenty for most of his NBA career. It's <laughs> a big dude. Ryan, you ask that? Angelo what is the most important thing in life and weight. it is what is what his weight is. It's it just in any scenario. In a tug of war that's so relevant. <laughs> I, yeah, but that's one of the scenarios. We're talking about volleyball. But we're talking, we're talking about, about the, forty no, meter we're dash. About tug of war right now. I know. Know. Information. What do you got? Tug of war, Ryan. Tug of war. I'm gonna go with Gronk's team. Really? You're on team A. Yeah. Niger Morgan? Yeah. Oh, no way. Julio Jones I mean Julio Jones, like He's diesel. shitting me. He's yeah. He's a big dude. Exactly. But I mean, Gronk, dude. Gronk's the strongest dude in that whole thing. All right, Gronk playing weight was two sixty, and Cat's playing weight is two forty seven. Okay, Cat doesn't train like well, like Morgan. Gronk. Gronk two, trains to knock people the fuck most. out. He's probably one eighty. Nigel Morgan one eighty five. Yeah, I mean, come on. One eighty five. And his prime but though, the he dudes. might not have been. I don't know. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> and the then two fifteen. Who wins in a volleyball game? The Julio Jones team. Yes. Yes, Julio. I don't know. No, Dude, Julio's what? the ringer of that. Rob definitely can play volleyball. Julio Jones is a six foot three specimen of a human being. And he also has Cat on his team, right? Yeah, Cat's who's seven feet tall. Gronk's six six also. Cat's yeah, blocking every shot coming to his side. Carl Anthony Towns is also very athletic. And Julio Jones is 
Julio Jones can definitely. Nigel Morgan's well. like Loki, a set guy. Like you need a, you need. He's like guy five six. You need that guy on your. Where does team team chemistry come into play? Yeah, who? (laughs) Gronk is Gronk is a a team guy. He's a team guy. Roger Morgan actually six feet tall. Very surprised, dude. Dude, Still, I'm going team A with volleyball. Oh, you're wrong. So you're going team A. It's it's Julio Jones's team. It's Julio Jones's team. Okay, four by four hundred relay. Who you got? Julio Jones is the fastest person in this thing. I think Nigel Morgan. Dude, Nigel Morgan stole some bad. Yeah, but he's not yeah. faster than Julio Jones. Julio Jones is a jet. He ran like a four four, right? I don't have Nigel Morgan's forty time off the top. No, of I'm saying Julio Jones. Fuck. Julio Jones. Yeah, no, I know, but I, I, I <laughs> I'm being bamboozled. I'm being but Vince Carter not in his with prime. This I mean, it's not scenario. Even. But Vince Carter in his prime. Gronk was never that fast go though. Me. Gronk's never been that Carlton fast. Carlton Towns is not fast. Carlton Towns is faster than you think. He's built like a basketball player. Gronk he's faster, is faster than you think. I think Gronk is faster than Cat. I don't know. I'm going Team A. Team A takes the chip, two out of three, in my opinion. Yeah, I think they win the triathlon. Yeah. Angela, what do you think? I, w- like, I don't know. I don't have enough information about the speed, but off the top of my head, I just feel like Julio Jones is much faster than than other other three. I know Vince Carter is quick, but I don't know how fast he is. I just think Gronk is also quicker than you would think. Raptors, Nets, Vince Carter days, he ran that floor like a gazelle. <laughs> Like a gazelle. You could jump. I still, I think I'm going Team B. I think I'm going Team, team B. B. They're just jeez. The the Julio Jones four by four hundred. I feel like Julio Jones is going to separate in the, oh his four hundred. Can you imagine him running? On and he's going to get to run twice because like if it's a four by four hundred. Oh, it's a four hundred. I thought it was forty yard dashes. No, he said four, four by four hundred. Oh, wow, that's so. It's four things. by four hundred. That means someone has Wait, to run twice. Three of each. Chipper Jones can't move. No, let's say it's a three by three. Three by three. Then. All right, three Chipper by. Chipper Jones can't move. No, three. It's three by four hundred. So it's each one lap around the track. Okay, fair. Yeah. So it's yeah, team three. I think we're gonna make this a new segment. Each Chipper week Jones, when he was young, could probably pick, move. Where we pick a couple, a couple teams, two teams, and we pick some categories and we argue who. Give us some scenarios yeah, us where some you scenarios. just want to see. Uh, give yeah. us some teams. Give us some us teams. Get really we'll pissed at each other and make in these <laughs> dumbass scenarios. We want to know. Are the, these are the best. These are the best. <laughs> uh, real quick, we just skipped over Aaron Judge hit his hundredth home run. I mean, we skipped the over the whole players' weekend fastest, as a whole. He's the third fastest player. In MLB history, to get to a hundred home runs, only problem is he's twenty six or twenty seven years 27. old. Twenty seven. Twenty seven years old. So, I mean, Pip, this this brings into another argument. So, so a couple of years ago, when he first came up as a rookie, you said guaranteed Hall, Hall of Famer. Did I did. You know? I, I watched him. Take Do you stand B- by that? I watched him take BP in spring training before he ever even got called up, and I said, "This guy's a Hall of Famer." I texted in the group chat, group me at the time. This guy's a Hall of Famer. I am sticking by it. If he can stay healthy, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He can still be a Hall You don't need to have the counting stats to be a Hall of Famer. Like Max Scherzer might not finish with the counting stats. Max Scherzer is still 100% a Hall of Fame. You need, like, like if Mike Trout were to retire today, he would probably be in the Hall of Fame. I agree. So he was dominant in You the need AC. seven or eight dominant years. Yeah. Aaron Judge has had one dominant year. He's had one. So... That's very hard to say he's a Hall of Fame. If he if oh, he stays right, right. I, if he stays healthy, if health is permitting, he could do it. He but could be. I'm just saying. I was just wanting an update. If you if you're like hitter. yeah, still definitely or maybe he, he's going to last for years and years to come if he could stay healthy because his swing translates over over time. He's not just a power hitter. Everybody thinks he's just a power hitter. His swing is smooth. He he makes enough contact in my opinion, and he has great at bats. He's going to last a yeah. long time. And so and he plays great defense. I. I tried saying this before, but I had skipped over the Jerry Jones thing. My thoughts about the players' weekend: oh, yeah. white jerseys were awful, black jerseys awful. were fine. Black jerseys were fire. However, my biggest issue is that Yankees Dodgers should be played with the Yankees yeah. and the Dodgers jerseys. I was actually I was at the game on Friday night, 
And yeah, it was. I mean, you're, you're looking to see the Yankees Dodgers, the the classic uniforms. Absolutely, it's. I mean, but the black unis were. So yeah, they were cool. Fresh. I was like, holy crap! Judge was rocking shit out of that. I was like, big Aaron Judge. Fuck. And thing was so fresh. This is new information to me today, but this is a Justice Sheffield fan podcast now because Justice Sheffield, the pitcher for the Mariners, that was traded for James Paxton, and I share the same exact birth date. So whipty fucking dude, dude. All right, I gotta ride with my man now. I, I, it's, I wouldn't label it as a as a you know podcast. All fan three of us are all. Angelo. I'll speak for all three of us when I say this. Justice Sheffield is our favorite player in the major leagues. Lie currently today. Lie. They're just saying that False. because Untrue. they haven't accepted it yet. Didn't happen. But like I just said, I speak for all three of us. Justice Sheffield is our new favorite. Well, player. I speak for all three of us when <laughs> I say he's not. So well, let's get into our. Uh, our fantasy draft today. No, which is, real quick. Oh God! I did take my first L. Oh yeah. In our oh, fantasy yeah. draft yeah. last week, <laughs> rightfully so. I went too sports heavy. It's a it's a rookie mistake. Um, we all have them. Uh, some far more than others, like Pip, but uh, yeah, some Pip's. far less than others, like me. Yeah. So I'll take my first L, Angelo. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Thank the you. important thing. I mean, if we're if we're six drafts deep, no, seven drafts deep as we are now, correct? I believe. Yes. Yeah, so we've gone through seven. If you were to tell me at the end of seven that doesn't matter who has the wins or not, that Pip is not on the board yet, I'd take that scenario anytime. 100%. Yeah, if Angelo's 7-0, that's fine by me. You know, I've won a lot. You've won. Pip's not on the board yet, and that's what really matters. And yeah, we just hurts. want we just want the world to know what we're thinking about Pip's opinions. And now we're starting to hear that people agree. Honestly, I think you're putting it out too soon. You're not letting the, the people listen to the podcast. They prior. don't need to listen to the podcast to see the answers. Oh, they do. They don't. They do. But... Before we get into the fans of the day, because you're not listening to the arguments, I make great arguments. Before we continue that, Aquino did have a new thing he wanted to bring up, and it's called this good luck of the week. So, Aquino, why don't you tell us about it? Our good luck of the week is Derek Carr. Nathan Peterman is coming for your hundred percent coming for his job. And oh, shot Derek Carr. Not actually, but Nathan Peterman's for all those who are watching Hard Knocks. Derek Carr is definitely annoying. John Green, the worst. He's so annoying, dude. Even the, extra, dude, he's extra. Did you see episode four of Hard Knocks? I did watch episode four. Did you see how he was talking to that tight end today? How he was saying, like, I'm on the same side as you, but just do the route right and, like, actually make the play. I, Derek, he went on for about 40 seconds extra. He's trying to. And hard. just so self-aware that there was a camera on him. It was just so inauthentic. It was awful. Personality aside, Nathan Peterman got an awful start, off to an awful start in Buffalo. He's an actual savage. He's fucking awesome out there. He's playing out of his mind. He's playing like the starting quarterback of that team. And I'm just saying, good luck, Derek Carr. The second shit hits the fan in Oakland, John Gruden's going to say, I don't think it's hey, going to hit the fan, hey, though. Hey, where's honestly. Peterman? Get him out of here. Not going to wood if you're with me. Huh? Okay, Frank Caliendo. Not gonna... I love that. Yeah, that's fine. John Gruden's, the John Gruden's the goat of that of hard knocks, I mean. <laughs> if you don't tune in just to watch him... I don't know what you're doing. I, if you're watching Bachelor in Paradise, I understand. But if you're not watching anything else, on that note, so to the pet peeve of the day, uh, the pet peeve fantasy draft of the day, I am going to do the random number generator. The rigged random number generator. So I'm, I'm watching. So Pip, you'll be number one. Aquino two, and myself three. Generate. So I pick first. <laughs> rigged. Pip picks second, and Aquino third. There we go. Completely rigged. Okay, so. I don't have a lot of pet peeves. I have a lot of things that just kind of like, like, all right, that's dumb. But my actual biggest pet peeve is when someone sneezes or coughs and doesn't cover their mouth. That's my first that's, pick. That's a good pick. That's, that's disgusting. Solid pick. I, 
I don't care how old you are. When I was, when I became a sentient human being, I was aware to cover your mouth when it's, you sneeze. It is cover gross. Your You're mouth. just spraying so, like, it's just, bad bacteria everywhere. And don't cover your mouth with damn hands. Oh, it's, everywhere. It's, it's, it's in your shoulder. You gotta do a little dab. You gotta it's, do a little dab. It's the dab sneeze. Yeah, that's, what that's the correct yeah. way to sneeze. Oh, I hate it. Facts. So the elbow. that's your first pick. Pit. My first pick. I this I have a phobia with this. Like this shit pisses me off to no end. Is loud chewers. Fuck loud you. That was obnoxious chewers. God damn it. Oh my. I'm pretty sure I chew gosh. pretty loud, so I feel like that's a personal attack on okay, me. Okay, if you're eating chips, like okay, I understand. Anything crunchy, I understand. But just What's keep that Twitter your memes. Like I'm insulted. I'm keeping crying. your fucking <laughs> mouth closed, and then the sloshing. Oh my. What else? Oh, I don't do that. Oh my god, it's just awful. Somebody in my family does it, and we almost get into a fight every time we eat dinner. I had to move to the opposite end of the table. Shout out Guy Pippola. Shout out Guy Pippola. He's, he, we, we all like him more than Maybe you. we should have him, have him on the podcast. I think I'd be definitely down for that. Ryan, you're He's up. our podcast dad. Um, okay. So, what you just said is loud chewing. That plays into my first pick of the draft, which, which is when people, your mouth open. people talk. While oh, that's I don't like that. Oh, yes. I don't like that's, that. So anyway, that's, that's my fuck, uh, yeah. first pick of like draft. That. Nah, it's the third it's pick of It's, and just it's like finish food? your no. fucking food, then say something like a normal human being, like an individual. It's actually it's not that I I find it to be it's gross, but whatever. It, I feel like it's disrespectful. <laughs> I just yeah, I feel personally disrespected when someone's chewing who and wants like to talking see to food? me. It's gross. Fair. Okay, then um, this is a personal thing for me. I cannot stand when people leave things open slash like not close things. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if cabinet, if, if like just close the fucking cabinet. Like just just close the door behind you. Like it was closed when you when you opened it. So why don't you just close it once again? Like the cap was on the pen before you wrote with it. Just cap it. Like close things. Finish things. It takes two less than two seconds. Just like close what was open when you got there. Right? Tell how you really feel. I just it, it drives me crazy. I mean, we all knew that the pet peeve fantasy draft was gonna make my fucking face the the color of Rudolph's <laughs> nose. But I'm so pissed at that. Oh, just thinking shit. about it. Just close shit. Am right? I Am I up? Mm-hmm. I'm up. Yes. Okay. So pick number two. I'm going with people who clean off chalkboards. With fucking paper towels or anything dry. All right, so you're not winning this. God, no. I'm. I know the people out that there. That was a bad pick. No, it was not. You could have waited until the next that round. That noise. That noise. You're the only one that hates that noise, dude. <laughs> Who? No, that's not. I know my peeps out there are gonna gonna agree with this. Pips, fam- that noise. Pips family. I get freaking goose. Oh, the whatever the hell you call it, the, the heebie-jeebies, the goosebumps. They <laughs> that noise fucking bothers me so much. I just want to like. Oh, who do, who likes that noise? You like that noise? You don't. Like I don't. That noise. It's not that I don't. A paper towel. I'm getting freaking goosebumps right now thinking about it. It's not that I don't. Oh God! It gives it's me not that I like it. It's just that it's not making it to my draft. It's not even an honorable mention uh, for me, to be it's, honest. It's my second pick. Uh, all right. I mean, hey, that's whatever. To each their own. So my second pick is when someone is in public, either playing music. Uh, through a speaker or yelling on the phone, like the on FaceTime. Those are two. Oh, two different ones. Oh, so I want me to pick one. All right. Yes. So then I will go. Someone having a phone conversation, okay, out loud, on speakerphone in public. I just think like, yeah. Okay. Sometimes it's fucking entertaining, but some, but ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the time it's completely unacceptable. And then from 
Okay. Nah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got a weird look from. I don't really experience that too often. But oh, I've experienced. I, I'd imagine it's very annoying when it does. Yeah. And then for my next pick, I didn't prepare enough for this one. Gonna be honest. Oh, thank you, online. When you hold Jesus. the door, he doesn't for, even have authentic thoughts. He's when you hold up what his the are. door for someone, and they don't say, and thank they don't you. say thank That's you. A good one. Yeah. That just might as well they don't fucking. Don't I always do the same thing when someone says when someone says nothing after I hold the door for him. I go, I "You're welcome." Say, I always say thank you. Yeah. I do not say thank you when say, someone holds oh, the door. You're welcome. I say, yeah, I say you're welcome. No. What a fucking asshole! Like, did you grow up like with anyone telling you the right thing? Yeah, or you right, gotta hold the wrong gotta, thing to do. It's just ah, uh, people are annoying. And ninety percent of the time, it's it's when people are on their phones too. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I was texting. I was sending a fucking tweet. Oh my I, god! Because I'm original here. Unlike Angela, who just looked at his. My first two were original. My third one was not. One wasn't original. My third, well, my third pick, one's a complete reasonable one. My third one. pick is like, okay, sh- like I respect waiters and waitresses, but like when you're sitting at a table and they just don't stop, like they try to like talk to you, like have a conversation, and so when people are friendly, oh, small talkers, no, just extra, no, I, I don't, I like being friendly. I'm a friendly guy. So I'm news saying, like, of the day, Pip hates people. Oh my god, <laughs> you know what I mean? When they just don't leave the table, like you got your food and you're like, can I fucking eat my food, like? No, 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 nobody's getting this. I right. mean, I do. It's just again, that doesn't happen nearly enough for me to like say like, oh shit, like that's definitely something I hate. You got to think about your drafts for for a public, you know, thing. It's something I, you feel no, passionately about. I hear people talk on the phone on on speakerphone at least once a week. Okay, I'm no. I will say X that. out that pick. I'm stealing your. No, we, you can't X out a pick. You made your pick. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. Queen was your pick. You can't oh, wait. You fuck can't. That. You can't wait for our reaction. All right. Well, then I want to change my pick. Like, what? Well, you can't. I want to change your pick from last week. Actually, I have a well, better idea. Well, he kind of fugazied my pick. How are chewing? I fu- what the hell? I didn't fugazi your pick at all. It's a complete. You said pick. people who are chewing too loud. I said people who are, have food in their mouth. Okay. How about this? It's a completely different thing. Let me do this. No. No. Let's hear him out, and then we'll say no. Because I had this. It's just people that don't leave you alone, like when you're shopping or eating. Oh no, that's completely changed completely. It's nah, the same I'll, it was a waiter. It's the same I'll allow it. Thing. I'll allow it. It's people. Uh, he's trying to say that it's people who just make small talk for fucking. It's, nothing. We're just letting. We're that. just giving him an opportunity to win, even though he's not going. Get out of here. So Quino, your you last. You already pick? lost the draft. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like uh, in a future draft, when you're already, when you maybe are winning so far, which is likely not going to happen. But then we'll have a harder time. He had I'll a good win chance when the last real stuff week. Matters with picks okay. for the NFL. The last pick of the draft. Third pick in the third round, I'm gonna go with slow walkers. When people are in front of me and they're walking at a snail's an injured snail's pace, I want to push them to the ground and walk over them. Yeah, I've been I've been I'm a slow walker though. Frequently. When I got when I got surgery, I was a slow walker. It's fucked. You never know the story. Okay, but, but don't, you, don't you don't you I don't give a shit. No, no, no. Most of the time head. they don't even have a limp. They're just deciding to walk at a snail's so, pace and it drives me crazy. Aquino hates grandparents. Oh News flash today. My My grandparents <laughs> and cripples. And cripples. <laughs> my grandparents were the fastest walker in North fa- walkers in North right, America. My grandpa so. wasn't and he was a slow walker, so I feel All personally right. attacked again. Well, obviously it, it's a little bit dependent on who's in front of me. Like if it's a if it's a 90-year-old man that's walking slow in front of me, I'm not going to say this fucking guy and walk around him. I'm actually just going to say Move, please. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I, just say I, maybe know, a please I, in I there. just won that draft, but that's not gonna, even close. That's going to wrap it we'll up see for it. Uh, we'll this see. episode. Okay. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, comment. Talk shit, DM us, anything. (laughs) Whatever you want to do. Thanks for listening. Adios.